0: My Story, an Autobiography of a Homosexual Christian, by Derek Michael Shaw. Episode 16, Halo. February 15, 2012, I finally found a temp job at University of San Francisco in the School of Management. The previous four months of joblessness had taken some toll on our relationship. And I had been feeling pretty miserable, but the job worked out very nicely. It was only a 15 minute walk from our apartment. I could use the gym on campus and after my three month contract finished, I could apply for full time work at USF. Tracy had been supporting both of us for several months, and I was very glad to be able to contribute once again and I even felt that God continued to provide and take care of us, in spite of my lack of devotion to Him. April twenty third, two 2012, Tracy wrote me a card that says, I'm here for you, not just now, but tomorrow, and the day after that, the week after that, the year after that, the lifetime after that. I love you so much, and nothing will stand in the way of us being together. At the same time, We had been having problems since moving down to San Francisco. Tracy wasn't liking his job as much as he thought and his position changed from what he thought it would be. We were fighting more about small things like how to make dinners, what to do with our free time and what to spend money on. He even threatened to leave the relationship on occasion showing anger and yelling at me. This kept making me more and more anxious. And I did feel like Tracy would leave me at some point in the future. He was the one with the high paying job at the tech startup. We had moved to San Francisco for him and his career. In my mind, he was cuter and more successful than me. Even with no college degree, he was making $40,000 more than I ever had. I just didn't understand what else I had to do to keep him and make him happy. I had moved to San Francisco to keep our relationship going, but I felt like I was failing miserably. That spring, we hung out with our friend Carmen and her fiancé Ken. We did some great day hikes around the Bay Area. We started doing Mario tournaments. These will always be a very special memory because I was able to see the love and attention Tracy put into these competitions complete with logos, series names, and scoring systems. We spent time with John and Dustin, our upstairs neighbors, but as time went on, I could tell that they would be my friends and not Tracy's. Tracy had friends through work and from his time in the video game industry. I just wanted us to have other gay couples as friends, but we could never really find a couple that we both got along with. During the summer, Tracy also started seeing a counselor. It was primarily for his job dissatisfaction and possibly to talk about his mom, his family, and our relationship. But he never shared much about what he talked about with his therapist. I was still going to gay bathhouses without telling Tracy. It was always when Tracy was traveling for work, not every time he was gone, but probably three to four times in the year and a half that we lived in San Francisco but I never hooked up with anyone. June 2012, I flew to my friend Ada's wedding in Maryland. I couldn't afford it, but another friend of hers booked a ticket for me using excess airline miles. I felt so blessed to have these types of friends in my life, friends who wanted me to be a part of their life and their story, and I wanted to be a part of theirs. Ada had found Patricio, and they had fallen in love, I was so happy for her. I also got to see Laura, and it was really great to see my friends. In July, Tracy and I needed to drive back up to Oregon to attend Carmen and Ken's wedding at a vineyard outside Portland. We decided to drive so that we could stop at Crater Lake, which I had never seen. We even planned to do a campout, a nice romantic campfire dinner, and yoga in the outdoors. It seemed like such a good plan. Unfortunately, the dinner didn't turn out at all, the chicken was still raw after being cooked over the campfire. So we had to eat at the campground diner, and had some really questionable food. We had brought wine, but I ended up spilling a glass on one of the sleeping bags. And it got cold that night, so yoga was thrown out. We even left early the next morning, because we just wanted to get to a place that was warm. And yet, this day was actually the happiest of my life because I received the best present of my life. I received the one thing that I had always wanted, the one thing that I had dreamed about for years. I received my ring. Tracy took me up to a spot overlooking Crater Lake and played the song Halo by Beyonce. Once the song was done, as I was crying, He opened the box with the ring and started to speak. After only a few words, he took a long pause, and I didn't let him finish what he had prepared to say. I grabbed the ring and put it on. I couldn't wait for him to finish. I didn't need him to finish. I knew what this meant, and I knew I didn't have to wait any longer. I'd been waiting since I had given him his ring a year and a half earlier. I finally didn't have to worry that Tracy wasn't committed or so I thought, because I soon realized that having a ring doesn't really change things, and it certainly doesn't fix any problems. Kendra flew Jonathan out to San Francisco for his birthday in September. We ended up playing video games and doing brother bonding. We talked about our relationships and how they seemed similar in some ways and different in others. It was good to hear that I wasn't the only one that had problems, but I noticed that Tracy and I seemed to have more outrageous fights than Jonathan and Kendra. Two of the main differences that I could see is that they shared a belief in God, and they had actually been married. October 17, 2012, Tracy wrote to Derek on our fourth anniversary, four more years and many more beyond. That's how I think of our relationship, as just the start of something big. And why not? Everything I know about you, your thoughtfulness, capacity to care, your eagerness, devotion, and faithfulness, your cuteness, easygoing demeanor, all of who you are tells me you love me. I love you too. You've been there for me in rough times and fun times, both with little complaint. You acknowledge my strengths and weaknesses, something I strive to do better with you. But I know I love you, and that's really all that matters. Love, Tracy. For Christmas, I got a coworker at USF to help me get a full-size tree into our apartment. Tracy had gone on a work trip, so I surprised him with a real tree to decorate. And while we had a nice holiday together, Tracy was more and more dissatisfied with life in San Francisco. And I was getting more anxious with the state of our relationship and the lack of movement on my family's part in meeting my partner or seeing us as a couple. Next time on My Story, Episode 17, A Return to Home.